0: Hey guys and welcome back to another series of the boring shit you need to know in business. I'm Amy Bajada and I'm excited cuz this series there's going to be more topics, more conversation and some amazing business owners to share this time with. So let's jump in. Hey there. In today's episode, I wanted to talk about collecting money from customers in business. What is it that Henry Ford once said? I think you said, it's not the employer who pays the wages. Employers handle the money. It's the customer who pays the wages. And I'm a big believer that a sale is just a promise to pay. The sale isn't fully made until the payment has been received. I've worked with many business owners who brag about the volume of sales that they have at any one point in time, but don't understand why their cash flow struggles or it's sluggish. It's because they're celebrating the sale way too early. Don't get me wrong. Providing payment options to our customers is a really great strategy to widen our customer base and sell more products or services. But like anything, and as my son's favorite superhero Spider-Man says, with great powers comes great responsibility. The number one thing you should always do when you implement a strategy such as payment plans or even putting customers on some sort of account where they can pay at a later stage is to understand and outline the strategy you want for your business. You should always consider how the timing of cash will flow into your business, how that will impact on the timing of cash that needs to flow out of your business You need to be able to understand the impact if part or all of the debt isn't received and what process you are going to have for the actual collection of the cash in your business. So I want to explore some of these today. Let's start with timing of cash flow in and out of your business. Traditionally, many businesses will subscribe to the seven, 14, 21, 30 day collection period, because they almost feel as though these are the most acceptable. But have you ever really stopped to consider why they may have been acceptable? Have you considered that it may suit other businesses and therefore be considered acceptable? Or have you even considered the fact that they just subscribe to these notions because traditionally everyone's been doing that and it was the most accepted and everyone else is suffering too? The other question you'll need to satisfy when thinking about what terms you're going to offer would be, are you offering terms that suit your client or are you offering ones that suit your business? Here's the reality. You need to remember that you're already providing a favorable solution for your clients when it comes to having access to goods or services early, earlier than what they're paying, So why do you still feel obliged to do it on their terms? This may be a radical idea, but hear me out. (laughs) The receipt of money and the timing of it should first and foremost benefit your situation, your business needs. Radical, I know, but that's the truth. After all, it's your right to receipt your cash or the cash owed to you in any way that suits you. I would recommend thinking about your own cash needs prior to setting the timing that you would give to other businesses or other customers. Think about the timing of purchases that you make in your businesses, your business. Think about your stock replenishment strategy about your wages and other costs in your business and understand completely the link that you need to have when thinking about the cash that needs to be available to fund all of those types of costs in your business. For example, if you pay wages weekly and you receive cash from your customers on 14-day terms or even 21-day terms, you are going to find that you will almost always fall short to pay these payments of wages because the timing will never be right. Now, unless you have reserves of cash or a large stream of cash flow coming in from other areas of your business, you're going to continually struggle to make the cash in align with the timing of the cash out. This is where having something like passive income or income streams with different payment terms may assist in facilitating this type of funding. But just be sure when you're thinking about it to know the whole picture of each scenario and what impact that's going to have on your cash because it comes back to that 100% of the time. And don't be naive to think that setting payment terms alone is going to be a guarantee that you'll receive 100% of your payments from your customers 100% of the time. Unfortunately, the real cost of offering payment terms can be that if bills are left unpaid for periods of time, you aren't aren't likely to receive the funds in full or sometimes even not at all. So having a strong strategy in place for recovery is also important or just as important to thinking about the terms that you're going to offer. You'll need to know your due dates. You'll need to send statements. You'll need to provide reminders. Have a limit in your business strategy on the number of reminders you're going to actually offer. Outline clearly the terms and conditions to having credit in your business to your customers prior to entering into any arrangement with them. Have good automations in place for reminders and alerts of payment terms. And if they're breached, offer direct debit options. The list can go on. There's Afterpay and Zip, which are other strategies to facilitate some sort of mitigation against the risk in getting paid. But the way to ensure that any of those strategies are successful, no matter which option you choose, is to be consistent with your approach. Stand by your strategy and don't make exceptions. Be realistic about the strategy itself. To ensure that it works, I also wanted to touch on the point at this time that having too many different terms for customers or different types of customers in your business can create confusion. And if you're going down this path, set your strategy to an even clearer one and ensure that you have even stronger processes in place that can handle the different terms that you have going on in your business because it will get quite confusing. If I can go back to the cost of not recovering funds for just a moment and and realistically understanding the impact, it's a real cash impact. There's no sugarcoating it. If you don't receive the funds for what you've supplied, whether it be a good or a service, you've either supplied the service and they have all the benefit of that and you have none of the payment for it, or they have the goods. And again, you don't have anything to show for it. But the hard truth is that you still need to pay for the goods and you need to pay for either your time for providing that service or someone else's time in your business for providing that service. And that can't be recovered unless you have a good recovery process in place. It's that simple. That's the cost to you. That's the cost with no revenue. That sale in essence, didn't happen. Now I know firsthand that it's easy to get caught in the web of relatable customers, long-term loyal customers, and even the family and friends as customers who are struggling to pay you for the goods or services that you provided and that are looking for some sort of relief. Whilst I can sympathize with the difficulties having to push back in situations like this to recover the cash, my response is very clear. Now, bear with me as I go through this because I'm not a hard ass and I'm not horrible, but my response has to be clear because I run a business. Here's what I say to my family and friends, you know how hard I work and you know firsthand how hard I hustle for my business. All I'm asking you is please don't take advantage of that. I appreciate that you choose to support me, but you can only support me if I'm being paid for what I do. Sounds harsh, I know. Sounds horrible, I know. But that's the reality of the situation. When I support a friend or a family member in their business endeavors, the support is me paying them. The support is me telling people about their businesses. The support is in the result. And when we're talking about payment terms, I pay them. And that's all I'm asking in, a, in response to any situation. I get that there's a struggle. Trust me, I work in financial... <laughs> areas of businesses. I get it. And I see firsthand the struggle. But there's a reason why we pay people for what we do, just as your customers will pay you for what you do. And all we're asking is not to take advantage of that. To my long-term customers, here's what I say. I appreciate our relationship. And more so, you know my business. And you've known me long enough to know that supporting me doesn't come by just ordering more goods or services or using my services it comes from paying for them and you know or my long-term customers know firsthand how reliable I am and how good my services are again don't take advantage of that and I've been fortunate enough not to be in that situation but a lot of people are a lot of business owners are There shouldn't be a fear to ask for what's rightfully owed to you when you've provided a good or a service is the point I'm trying to make. And all you're asking for your customers, long-term, family, friends, other customers, whatever it is, you're just asking for the respect to not take advantage of that. So don't be afraid to have those conversations. It's really difficult I've been front and center with a lot of business owners when they've had to have those conversations, but the reality of the situation is business is business, and in the event that anyone takes that personally, then that says more about the respect they have for you as opposed to the the fact that it's just a business transaction. So be very, very wary of that when you enter into business with any of your family, friends, long-term clients, well, not so much long-term clients, but certainly family or friends. It's a gray area. And it's, I, yeah, again, I know I sound very black and white in relation to my response to it, but, but you kind of have to be. It's horrible. It's a horrible part of the business, a part of being in business, but it's, it's just necessary. So think about that. And think about just making sure you have a solid strategy. We're all business owners and we only have a viable business if we're getting paid for what we do or what we provide as a service. Don't ever forget that. And don't forget that for every invoice or part thereof that doesn't get paid, something else in your business is going to suffer as a result. It's going, you're going to miss out on something in some shape or form. Your cash is not going to be there if you're not being paid. And if you've already paid for the goods up front or provided the service already, you're going to suffer even more. So having full visibility to any clients asking for any types of payment terms, I think needs to be front and centre, including friends, family that want to utilise your products or services and just have... A strategy that's across the board solid for your business and in line with what your business needs. Like I said before, you're already doing them a favor by offering payment terms to help them get what they need. All you're asking in return is for what's owed to you, and don't ever apologize for that. So I implore you to just stay real about your approach to your cash collection and don't be afraid to ask for what you're entitled to make it known very very clearly that you're worth at least that for those that just running cash businesses (laughs) yay right you just provide your service or good and you get your money in return it's a great strategy to have but those that need to open that those payment terms up to their clients make sure you're on top of it timing is everything Again, that's it from me today. Um, I hope some of those key components you can take away and that it makes sense for your business. May the force be with you with collection of cash. It's always a tough one. Have a great day and whatever you're doing today, I hope you make it count. And that's it guys for another episode of the boring shit you need to know about business. I'm Amy Bajada and I'll see you next time.